Hi, beloveds. It's Autumn. We are getting ready to return with the rest of our season all about love. I hope you've had a chance to rest and feel the sun on your face this summer. Adrian and I have been doing our best to rest. Um, if you don't know this already, How to Survive the End of the World is completely funded by your direct support on Patreon. We don't sell ads on our show, as you might have noticed. Instead, we give you the opportunity to get really cool merch. I actually use my How to Survive tote bag every day, which in turn helps us keep the show running. Becoming a How to Survive supporter at patreon.com slash endoftheworldshow will give you access to a bevy of amazing merch, but also to exclusive content like the Ask Us Anything episode we just released the other day. It's me and Adrian answering questions from our patrons exclusively for our patrons. By becoming a supporter today, you will gain access to the most recent Ask Us Anything, as well as the first one we did earlier this year. We had so much fun recording this episode. It's over an hour long, but we wanted to excerpt it here in the main feed as well. So here's a little taste. Okay, we're very excited about this question, are we? We are very excited. Here we go. How can we navigate emotions like anger as we survive (laughs) the end of the world? And I just want to note that this listener writer capitalized anger. Okay. Every time in this sentence. How can we navigate emotions like anger as we survive the end of the world? Or how might you envision new ways of being with anger, our own, someone else's, and the ways it can provide direction for ourselves and our communities? No makes way for yes, and anger understood in a way wholly separate from violence. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, here we go. (laughs) Anger is not violence. And... Anger that we suppress mm-hmm. um, or does not find its healthy expression mm-hmm. does often then express itself as violence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whether it's internalized <laughs> yeah. violence or externalized violence. And so I, yeah. I really appreciate that the that the listener writer added that last little parenthetical of like anger understood in a way wholly separate from violence that yes. it's really important to understand this that like we we do have ways where we can increase our own likelihood to enact violence against others and that's yeah. usually because of some way that we're like subverting our own experience of anger um, That's right. and not paying attention to it as a super talk about the threat system you know what I mean? Like anger is one of the one of many very natural responses we experience to threat. And it's a right. righteous response. You know? <laughs> it's like but but you know, but if we're afraid of it. If we're afraid of yeah. our anger, if we're afraid of anger in others, then we can't directly experience it, right? It's like That's right. Whew. Yeah, I feel like anger. I I feel like I've been learning so much about anger um, as as a repressor, right? So someone who mm. I feel like my socialization, my shaping was to like, I don't get angry. I'm not mad. It's mm-hmm. fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I said it was fine. And I said it was fucking <laughs> fine. Why don't you fucking back out of my fucking face? Yeah. So I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything um, about. I don't know her. <laughs> but what I will say is feeling anger, just like feeling other very strong emotions often lets me understand the reactive nature of them. Like I'm like, oh, rather than repressing this, if I just let this move through me, like, ah, you know, like I usually will emote, I will let a sound out, I will let it move. Then I can actually harness whatever the energy of it is. Sometimes it is actual anger. Sometimes it's rage. It's beyond anger. It's like, it's a, I need a full physical outpouring and release. Um, Sometimes it's justified. Sometimes it is purely reactionary and circumstantial. And, you know, in some ways that's the hardest where I'm like, there's no one to blame for this situation. I just have to, uh, you know, offset it. But I think there's something when I think about new ways of being with anger, um, where I'm trying to figure out how do I harness when I feel these strong emotions, when I feel like really strong emotion, like anger, how do I harness all the complexity of that emotion, Mm. right? That I'm like, what is my responsibility inside of what's happening right now? Because often I'm most angry at myself when it's all, when I clear out Mm. the smoke, right? Because I'm like, I put myself in a situation where this was possible. Mm. I did not stand up for myself or I, right? Like I set the conditions. That's how I orient, right? As I'm like somehow, and and then sometimes I have to be like, oh no, what I'm angry about is I was powerless. I, I, there was nothing I could do to stop this situation. This was the only possibility, you know? Yeah. So it's like when I start to unpack and pull all that apart, there's usually some great data yeah. <laughs> in there for me on the other side of it, but I have to feel it first. And I think this is what I've thought for years. I thought I could repress it and just analyze it and get through it that way. Right. And now I'm like, oh no, when it comes up like a wave in the ocean, I have to let the wave move through. Yeah. And then there's data. There's like, oh, what, what was in that wave? And the other thing I want to share is that I find really strong emotions like anger, like grief, like the really, you know, severe disappointment, like those kind of things. They're very rarely rooted only in the present moment for me. So, you know, they're portal emotions because they're Mm -hmm. so big that they pull open this portal that's like all the way back to the first time I experienced this emotion. And, And then that also means it's a portal that can change the future of how I experience this emotion, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, like, if I don't try to repress this, like, you know, so if I'm like, oh, when's the first time I tried to repress a strong feeling I had? I was very, very young. Right. Okay. That means I've had a lot of practice, decades of practice of that being the way I respond to the emotion. Right. And now In order to get my needs met. In order to get my needs Mm -hmm. met. And now I'm like, that doesn't get my needs met. Mm -hmm. So... You know, I keep having these moments where I'll have an outburst <laughs> or something will happen that I'm like, oh, I lost control. Yeah. And I'm so welcoming that, right? And I have the right people around me to be able to be with me in those moments yeah. where I'm like, I can really trust you to handle that I, I can lose control of this emotion and it's not personal. I'm not trying to cause harm to anyone. I need to feel it. Yeah. And, um, I think one of the things I'm really hoping for in terms of how it can provide direction, I think we we waste a lot of the power of anger. 
So I think anger is one of our most powerful emotions and we waste it on petty things that we could handle that could just be conflicts, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, this is just a conflict. We can sort through it. We can strengthen through it. Mm -hmm. Our anger should be against systems of colonization. Our anger Mm -hmm. should be against systems uh, that are harming our planet. Our anger should be against systems of capitalism and like harnessing and collectivizing so that we are strategic with how we use our anger That excites me. And I think that becomes possible as we learn how to literally feel it (laughs) in real time. Like it's like, oof, yeah. Okay, that's it. If you want to hear that entire AUA session, which was so fire, head over to patreon.com slash end of the world show. Your support is literally what makes this show possible. Thank you. Peace out. Sitting at the edge of